Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Welcome. 3CR 855 AM, 3cr.org.au, 3CR Digital and 3CR On Demand. Lots of ways to listen to all the great shows on 3CR. And this one is Out of the Pan, a show knowing no boundaries of sex, gender. Although today I can't say musical genre. We're going to have a bit of a rock day today. Knowing no boundaries of classic pansexual rock, um, as defined by me. I'm Sally Goldner, your host for an hour every week on um, the show. And, um, yes, this show broadcasts at first broadcast is noon till one every Sunday and for the next six months, Australian Eastern Standard Time. No more summertime. I've got the autumn time blues or something. Um, We opened up with someone who, well, comes under a bit of of everything, really. Um, The cover of that particular recording has um, called What's Cooking, an appropriate album to play a track from for Out of the Pun, a pan. Um, Diana Wolf and the Wolfgang live at St Andrews from some years ago now. And it's got little jars on the shelf, blues, jazz, swing, now you're cooking, so to speak. Um, lots of ways to get in touch with the program. Um, you can email and do it the old-fashioned way. And that's on um, Out of the Pan Digits 855 at gmail.com, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can text 61456 751 215. You can tweet at Sal Goldset, so I'm going to do some rhyming slang and say that tweet should be called too sweet at, um, at Sal Goldset, so, and look for the post on my Facebook page, Sally Goldner. We'll get the other one up in a second. On the show today, well, Trans Day of Visibility was yesterday, so we'll sort of wrap it up and um, move move along. But um, I want to talk about something else too, and that's allies. Um, what are your thoughts on allies? Um, perhaps um, send in any thoughts on what makes a good ally. Get to that in the next segmente. Um, but yeah, trans day of visibility. Um, got to say, maybe because it was the holiday yesterday, our time, Australian time, and now, of course, things are beginning to come through as the more populated northern hemisphere um, gets into it, um, and USA, first Europe and then USA, and got to say, um, in my best cheesy voice, oh, I to Scotland, because Scottish Trans Alliance held a Trans Pride March, and I think that's a, I think that's a good thing. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, that... Uh, I'm all for Pride March that covers the proverbial um, every stripe of the rainbow, no question there, and I love Pride March every year. But maybe we need to do that, Um, you know, start getting them going around the world. Imagine, you know, if we sort of started them, could sort of time them. Let's say, hypothetically, there was one first up in New Zealand, and then you had one a couple, say, on the east coast of Australia, and then west coast, you know, through Adelaide, Perth, 
um, I'm, you know, re- I'm brainstorming out loud here and then gradually went around the time zones that we had lots of them, had a big sort of web, web website that simulcast them. Yeah, world visibility. Now, I do want to bring up one thing. I totally, personally, I believe that we need more trans visibility. Um, I think it is a big issue. Um, the um, various research put out by Ipsos and the Williams Foundation in two reports at the end of 2016 and then 17 um, found quite um, um, strongly that um, the more people know a trans person, the myths sort of all dissipate, which makes sense. You know, it was the same 10, 20 years ago, whatever, for gay and lesbian. Um, by and large, although we're going to have to point out an exception in from today's Sunday's age on that. We haven't got 100% there yet by a long way. Um, so I do acknowledge that it's not safe for some people to be visible, no question. And we, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, sort of do need to have, um, you know, take account of your own safety and, there's been plenty of comments about that. So fair call. And, you know, some people want to be, to use the phrase, in stealth. They don't want to talk about the first part of their life as much as others. And that's okay too. And some people are, you know, happy to be more visible, we'll say out. That's cool too. Just let's respect everyone else's situation and choices, I suppose, is the, the critical thing. Here in Victoria, I'm aware of at least... Four events, um, as discussed last week, Transcendent Victoria ran its picnic, which um, was needed to have both indoors and outdoors with the slightly variable climate that only Melbourne can have. Although, I've got to say at the moment, goodness me, we almost don't even have to check the weather page with um, days of largely largely sunny and around somewhere around 23 on average. Um, it's been like that quite remarkably, very settled for Melbourne. That's Melbourne talk for goodness me what's going on or something. And But, of course, other TDOV events throughout the week. Um, thank you to the city of Darabin, um, defying, standing up for what's right, defying the proverbial critics um, and um, having a flag-raising ceremony, which is very, very welcome. Um, we need that. There was a great event at Drummond Street put on by Queer Space and Y Gender with the fabulous Mama Alto performing. And Mama is just one of the great... Um, combination of performer advocate types of people. So when um, you see a show advertised for Mama, just, well, um, grab your ticks and get along, as they say, um, you know, before the, in the words of the late Gorilla Monsoon, the SRO signs um, go out. You can tell WrestleMania's eight days away and I'm gearing up. So, and also next week, um, there's going to be an event as well put on by the city of Banyul, um, and that is um, happening on Saturday, April 6th, with the Easter shenanigans sort of falling around TDOV. Um, some organisations, fair enough, have sort of said, well, do we do it before or afterwards? And of course, again, it's your choice. But um, this event is a film screening, Growing Up Coy. Um, what is it? No need to be Coy Roy. Um, just leave What is it? Leave out the key, Lee, or something like that, as that old song went. Um, no, Growing Up Coy is about inside one family's fight for trans bathroom rights, which I must admit isn't my favourite topic. But um, it's good that the discussion's being talked about. 
Um, it's on Friday the 6th of April from 6.30 to 8.30 at Hatch um, at 14 Ivanhoe Parade um, in the city of Banyal. You can book at Try Booking. Um, look for the advert on Transgender Victoria's page and yours truly will put it up um, shortly-ish. So good to see lots of events. As I say, Trans Pride in Scotland, there's been pretty good media coverage by the ABC and Guardian in particular, many others. Um, and good to see coverage by ABC in regional and rural areas. Um, two stories, um, one from Alice Springs and one from Outback Queensland, um, you know, sort of um, places that could be seen as rugged and, you know, good to see trans people just, you know, being valued for who they are. So that's very, very welcome. But, um, you know, obviously there is distance to travel and do want to acknowledge that, of course, it has been an incredibly, in the first in the Australian context only, incredibly tough um, two um, sort of years, um, first with the attack on safe schools and then the dreaded survey, PTSD, post-traumatic survey disorder, is still out there and we've got to do stuff about that. Um, but... Um, you know, I feel like, you know, things are just dust beginning to settle. Maybe we're getting back on in, on our feet a bit. And that's where we need allies. So that's why I thought I'd link the two topics together and have a discussion about what makes a good ally. Um, trying to look at it from, let's say, as much allyship as possible. Not just a trans ally. We'll look, we'll look at that. But if you again, if you've got some thoughts, um, pop them in. To via all the various means of communication that I mentioned out of the pan 855 at gmail.com have the text up and running in a second 61456 751 215 tweet at Sal Gold said so and that's the bottom line WrestleMania 8 days away did I mention that I already have I'll keep doing it and um, of course um, look for the post on Facebook so um, yeah Love to hear your thoughts about allyship, whether you are a trans slash gender diverse person or someone who would like to consider yourself an ally. What makes an ally? Which was the name of a project a few years ago that we'll mention as well. In the meantime, uh, let's have some more of that classic rock music with a bit of a story that I wonder why it hasn't been mentioned more in Australian history. Um, Broderick Smith wrote a song about it some years ago and put it on the album Songster, appropriately enough, and it's a track called Where's Wally from the mid-90s, and no, we're not talking about a game where you look for little clues. Um, let's have a listen. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. Spend your Saturday evenings with 3CR. 8pm, Shake, Rattle and Roll, presented by the Rock and Roll Appreciation Society. 9.30pm, Blues with a Feeling, Country and Urban Blues. 11pm, Hillbilly Fever, the place to tune into for the best Hillbilly music in town. That's Saturday evenings on 3CR, 8.55am, or via web streaming on 3cr.org.au. Love our 3CR Radical Radio T-shirts, and so do we. They're a bargain at twenty dollars for adults and fifteen dollars for kids, and come in black, white, grey, and a cool light blue. 
To nab one of these beauties, drop into the station at 21 Smith Street or order by phoning 94198377. Or you can visit us online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. Come on, you know you want one. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR.org.au, and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting from noon to one Sundays um, every week, pretty much except for um, January or something like that. But it's April, no fools, because we're past midday, so you can't do April Fools anymore. They don't work apparently. There goes all those jokes I had about Tony Abbott being headlining the Mardi Gras party next year because I'm too late. Anyway. Um, I must get my 3CR Radical Radio t-shirt. Um, don't have enough t-shirts with various insignia on them. There's a, there's an in-joke for you people of all genders. Um, and, well, um, whatever you're celebrating at the moment, there are lots of things going on. Um, thanks to the Faith Communities Council of Victoria for sending out their April 2018 newsletter. Uh, it is a number of festivals happening, of course, perhaps most well-known, of course, is Easter, um, and if your faith is important to you, then I hope that, um, whatever it is, I hope that you're um, enjoying it and feeling revived for it. But other days have happened. Um, Maha Puja Day and Sangha Day in Buddhism was on Friday the 31st. Um, Friday night, of interest to me, was first night of Passover, Pesach, Judaism. And um, then we've got um, one that I have to admit I'll need to do the research on. Um, coming up next week, Pasha and Easter for Christianity, maybe various strands of Christianity. But whatever, as I say, if your faith gives you comfort and strength and helps you live a better life and betters other people's lives rather than pulling other people down, then that's a good thing. Um, and of course, uh, well, there's been some great stuff celebrating Passover, a bit of a um, sort of boogieing rap type of thing, which was really good. But also some amazing puns forwarded to me by Ross Murray of Glad um, on and some nice Jewish puns. Um, um, what? Why do we have a Haggadah? That's um, the book that tells the story at Passover, so we can say the right words. One for the Jewish crowd. One that perhaps that might bridge some gaps. Um, what do you call someone who derives pleasure from the bread of affliction? A matzakist. Oh, it's good. And then Nathan posted on my wall earlier today. Um, what happens if you eat too much matzah and wine? You get chlorosis of the liver. And what do you call the stupid frog? A dumb safra deer. Hmm. Anyway, um, better move away from that. Yeah. So heard prior to the messages, heard from Broderick Smith from the song um, from the Songster album of 1995, and a story about where's Wally? Well, where is Wally now? Um, um, he's gone to somewhere else because um, he passed away in late March 2016, a couple of years ago, and he inspired a film um, called um, uh, Mr. Reliable in the 1990s, um, which starred Colin Friels. And he also ended up being a bit, uh, become managers somehow to become a symbol for the anti war movement, um, the Vietnam War movement. I was watching um, Mr. Mr. Gump the other night. Um, you know, sort of, uh, that's all I got to say about that. Um, and, uh, well, not quite um, as fictional, but, uh, yeah, an interesting story. One that, uh, yeah, I'd sometimes wonder if it had, did get enough attention in Australian history. An eight-day siege in July 1968. Um, yeah, 
and there you go, and ended up getting married and all the rest. Um, so an interesting scenario. All right. Um, so I wanted to talk about allies, nothing to do with um, puns, religion, or it could be, I suppose, um, or anything else. Um, I've been thinking about this a bit lately, and um, you know, sort of what makes an ally. Um, in the same way, and some people may not be aware of this, but under law, it's up to the group on the receiving end to describe um, what discrimination means to them. Otherwise, heaven knows that it would be rampant. Well, in the same way, I think it's up to the two groups who need the allies to decide, well, you know, what does meeting an ally mean to them? Now, we could give lots of things you could do to be, say, a trans ally or a bi ally and other things, but I suppose the issue for me is trying to give some sort of reasonable definition of, um, you know, sort of allyship, um, you know, that um, <clears throat> might cover more than just, say, one or two groups. Now, I've got to give credit. We are broadcasting in the municipality of City of Yarra and was doing some, well, um, speed training, if you like, with um, a range of City of Yarra groups. And one employee put this really well. Um, he said, sometimes we hear the saying, you know, do unto others as they would do unto you. And he said, no, you can go better than that and just ask someone, what would you like me to do? And I thought that was really good. I'd add one thing to it, also ask, what would you not like me to do? And I think that's really important as well. Um, and um, the other one that I like is an ally walks beside you, but never in front of you. And, you know, they're there as a support. Or a third one, which maybe is a bronze medalist, to borrow from a um, an unlikely source of human rights philosophy, one of the Clint Eastwood movies with the orangutan, a handout is what you get from the government. A hand up is what you get from a friend. Mm, not quite. We'll work on that one. But I think it shows some really good thoughts. And I also want to give a bit of a plug here to a great article by Kochava Lillard, who um, is involved, amongst many things, with the fabulous youth group Y-Gender, based here in Melbourne and also in the ACT, um, who wrote a fantastic piece, um, speaking religious times, just before Christmas last year, published on writersvictoria.org.au um, on the 19th of December last year. And um, you know, it begins, ally means partner, or so I've heard someone who cares, someone who'll be there when the walls fall down. Allies in action and alliance you build, not something you identify as. Oh, that's good too. And that um, taps into right where I want to talk about things. It's meant to mean something because that's how marriage started too. Um, and, you know, sort of... Um, there is a problem here um, when people who claim to be allies aren't really being that way, um, you know. And I think there's a, there's an issue there, you know. I think let's start close to home. Um, what does it mean to be an ally to trans people? We'll listen to what we need collectively, and they could be broadly speaking put under four headings. Um, we need documentation that reflects our true sense of self and is easy to change if it differs from what we were assigned at birth um, and is available for all ages and for all gender identities. Um, and most people, I think, who are, are good allies reasonably get that. Then there's um, health care. We need equal and, more importantly, equitable health care. 
and I'll explain that in a second, um, healthcare both in specialist situations relating to trans and gender diverse and generalist services. And again, thanks to the good crew from Radiotherapy over on Triple R, who I guested with last week, and their podcast went up very quickly for um, that interview. Um, Community Radio Rocks is the hashtag. Um, other things, you know, a few zero exemptions from anti-discrimination protection, the big two at the Victorian state and federal level and most other states and territories. Tasmania leading the way, send a cool southerly breeze up to the mainland, please. Um, but religious and sport exemptions, Tasmania got rid of them and, gee, the sky didn't fall in and there weren't thunderbolts and lightning or anything. And then, you know, I think just funding trans-specific organisations and trans-led organisations. And you know, as much as we have a very good supportive government here in Victoria, that's only happened once. And, you know, yes, it's been great declaring an interest as someone involved with Transgender Victoria got the grant. We have a fantastic office and volunteer manager. But it's interesting there's few trans-led organisations funded, um, funded for trans projects on their own. Parent stuff gets it, which is great too. But, you know, how about funding trans people? So there's all that sort of stuff. And also we need, I think, more research into what I call, always call the diversity in diversity. So I think most people are pretty up with that um, by and large. But it's also not what. And I, this is where I like um, Kohavar's some words here, allies and action, not something you identify as. Because it's how you go about being an ally. And one thing that... Um, risk of sounding like an episode of uh, Maxwell Smart got in my craw, craw, not craw, craw, um, was in a meeting I was in the last couple of years. It's still sitting there, so hopefully this will help me re- in my best Dr. Phil voice release my anger. Um, was I was in a meeting um, of a relatively high-level policy meeting um, um, of LGBTI people discussing what was primarily a trans-specific issue, not all of LGBTI and a cisgender person, that is someone whose sense of gender meets the expectations given at birth, to keep it simple, um, said, well, I'm not trans. But if I was trans, I'd be doing such and such. This person thinks they are an ally. <laughs> uh, you cannot be for serious, as someone once said. So this is what I, This is where um, Kohovar's piece is sensational. It's about how you act. It's not necessarily what you do. And if you demean trans people by saying you're too effectively, well, what that person did saying, you're too stupid to um, think for yourself. We have to do it for you. Well, in a way, isn't that what Jermaine Greer and Lyle Shelton think? They think they know what's best for trans people, God forbid, pun intended. Um, so, um, you know, you've got to be guided by trans people. Now, if you don't understand why it's important, you ask, but you don't just outright dismiss people as if they're stupid. And I'm pretty sure that would apply for any group. And I think if there was a consistent theme that came out of the Better the Better Together conference in January, it was the old nothing about us without us. And that means consulting, listening, and then sticking to agreed win-win solutions, not backstabbing people. And this is where there was some indignation during the postal survey where, no, to my knowledge, no trans people were consulted about being erased and abandoned by so-called allies. So, yeah, and some of those people, again, they think they're allies. They think they know better. Well, sorry, you don't. And, well, moving to my other, other key part, um, multi-gender attraction, by by or by plus, as it seems to increasingly be called. Same thing, you know, for too long, 
we've had other people telling us what's good for us. We're just going to subsume you into all sexual orientation other than hetero. And when that happens in a research context, for example, the variations between gay and lesbian and bi get missed. Um, also, um, um, you know, that bi has been erased for so long. And yet um, gays and lesbians still, you know, who faced denial of their existence for so long, and in some cases still do, think that they can be. So there's some um, do's and don'ts. You know, as I say, do consult, listen um, and stick to agreed win-win solutions. It may also be you need to dis- um, talk to two or three different people from across the trans and gender diverse community, and that it therefore applies within trans and gender diverse. I really, to some extent, apart from the I'll call it the broad brushstroke things, I can't necessarily speak for a trans man or a non-binary person. I don't have that level of lived experience. I think I can listen closely and empathise and get a good knowledge. Similarly, across all ages, how do we hold space for all ages so that we can be allies to each other? These are questions that come up to it. But I think if we do, as I say, consult um, and listen um, and that sort of thing, um, we'll get, we can get somewhere. Um, and I invented a little um, acronym called CLAWS, as in a cat's claws or a lion's claws, C-A-L-W-S, Consult, Listen and Win-Win Solutions. Um, there you go. Um, nothing like a good acronym um, to make your day. What do you think? Do you think that um, you know um, out there are allies, faux allies out there, people who aren't? Who are the really good trans allies in whether it's your life or public figures or whatever? Um, love to hear from you. So pop in touch with the show if you are lazing around on this Easter Sunday or, or afterwards if you're listening to a later ver- um, version of when the show goes to air. Love to hear from you. In the meantime, let's keep the pansexual classic rock going with a piece of brilliance from Paul Kelly and the Messengers um, uh, under their earlier name from the 1987 classic double CD set Gossip and um, a track called The Execution. Brilliant guitar and bass work by all players on this track. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. One of my favourite Paul Kelly tracks um, with the three, I'll say the three guitarists just absolutely working brilliantly together, Paul on acoustic, the late Steve Connolly on electric and John Schofield on bass, they're all making a big difference there, and Michael Barclay on drums and um, um, Peter Luck, um, um, sorry, um, Peter Ball on keyboards, beg your pardon, <laughs> so often with Peter Luck. Um, yeah, lots of some classic rock music to um, rev up your Easter. Hope it's a safe um, and happy and relaxing one, whatever you're doing over this, as it is in most of Australia, four days of um, relaxation. But if you are holding the economy up by working, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you to the people who are um, doing stuff this morning, um, including um, making my much-needed coffee so we have a productive show. Well, so, yeah, Allies um, talk, spoke a bit about that. Um, <clears throat> but we also... I need to look at how we're allies and again better together started well I wouldn't say started the ball rolling but helped keep it rolling along on how we're allies within each other to each other within the rainbow 
And this was came up at a, a forum I was at at Monash Uni a couple of years ago. Um, so um, I think that's important to note that um, <clears throat> that um, was was the case that um, you know sometimes we're not, and there is lateral hostility and that sort of thing. But as I say, I think we're beginning to see past that. I feel like there is a return to a more sort of I don't know grassroots type of approach to community. Um, and I think that's incredibly welcome. I think it sort of got lost a bit throughout the 90s, 2000s, early, to some extent, early part of um, this decade. But now there's an extent of saying, hey, let's get back to basics, you know, housing, um, employment, health, those sorts of things for LGBTI people. And I do, I do feel it. And it's kind of exciting in a way. Maybe I'm or maybe there's some genetics in me, born in 1965, I, I don't know, grew up with the hippie movement in the background or something. Who knows? Um, so, what else has been in the news? Well, there is, um, of course, a um, report in today's age, which is, well, quite worrying. Um, it's of a, as far as I know, a cisgender, but definitely gay man, and it actually is listed as the top story on the Ages website. It's um, about page nine if you get the paper edition, if you're an old, a ye oldie fashiondy, which is perfectly valid. Um, the story of Timothy By, and I'd better, probably better give a trigger warning for homophobia on this. Um, and, well, the Age names the company. Barker's Fresh Produce in Epping. And, well, talk about... Classic stereotyping, combining gender and sexual orientation. A manager would greet him and female workers with good morning, ladies. Oh dear, macho bulldust rears its head again. Um, and um, this was after he'd been in the job five months and this manager came in at that point. Um, the manager um, um, also said other things, and here's an extreme warning for homophobic language. He said, faggots should not be alive goodness me, in a workplace. Um, and this has now gone to the Victorian Civil and Administrative Tribunal. No doubt, um, my guess is Mr. By would have gone to, um, you know, the um, Victorian Equal Opportunity Human Rights Commission to try to do the conciliation process, but it sounds like this company didn't even get involved in that. Um, a colleague signed a witness statement saying the manager's conduct had humiliated him in front of everyone, he was distressed. He'd have to go outside to have breaks. And again, here's an extreme warning for home homophobic language. Poo pushers are effing disgusting and faggots do not deserve to live, said the manager. Now, have a listen to this response from Barker's Fresh Produce. In a letter terminating Mr. Byer's employment, um, they said he'd engaged in social conversation for a period of 15 minutes between 1.45 and 2pm on May 24 and June 1 last year. Uh, yes, problem being, was he warned? Was this not allowed? It was probably around lunchtime, whoop-de-doo, Hogan. Were other people doing that and not getting sacked? Um, extensive personal mobile phone use during working hours was cited how he spent his time socialising and being unproductive. Evidence, phone records, calls, were you bugging him without his consent? Uh, no other comment, though, from Barker's Fresh Produce. Yeah, sounds like, well, I suppose I'd better not say anything more, given that this is an ongoing case, not before a court, but before a tribunal. But um, probably better 
<coughs> not say anything. So I suppose it is a reminder that although marriage equality has happened, it's not a cure-all for gays and lesbians specifically, but it also shows the sobering thought that we do have distance to travel in the rainbow communities. I will say if, um, I will be fair and say what, if Mr. By, what, says, what he says is accurate and the tribunal finds that. Um, I certainly hope that um, he has, um, you know, sort of a better employment now. Um, he's seeking a written apology, compensation for the hurt and humiliation. We heard at VCAT on May 9th, so watch this space. Um, and also lost income, of course. Um, combination there of just outright harassment, discrimination and um, other things, if that is true. But it also brings up, I suppose, the case, do we need stronger laws protecting LGBTI and probably other groups as well, such as anti-vilification laws? And, you know, maybe it comes to that point if, you know, we can't, you know, sort of get a better outcome in a more, we'll say, relaxed way, a sort of self-regulating way, if you like, where people, you know, come down off their um, so-called right to do whatever they want, which they call individual freedom in 99% of cases, and start realising you've got to live as part of a society. Well, maybe we've got to. And just to follow up to a segment last week, talked about the religious freedom inquiries. I'm not even going to quote some of the nonsense from some of the more right-wing submissions, but they're pretty desperate. Um, hopefully, the thing is, of course, many people have said that um, the current level of protection for religious organisations who want to discriminate, and note that distinguishment, goes too far. All right, um, let's continue the classic rock, this time from outside Australia. Well, um, let's rock out with a bit of a person who's probably peaked in the 70s as a legend but still kept going for some time after that producing lots of good albums a guy called Bob Seeger and his tribute to another rocker Bo Diddley 3CR 855am 3CR digital 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand out of the pan with Sally cleaning down Bob Seeger just so we can get in a few quick announcements Bent TV um, is on this uh, Friday night as always at 10 o'clock and Gender Queer Australia, for um, particularly for gender diverse people, at Hairy Little Sister in Little Collins Street. Um, and of course, as I say, eight days to WrestleMania, or just under, if you're under, um, if you're in a, the Australian time zone, so to speak. But um, of course, um, if you want to get into things, the comedy festival is getting underway this weekend and this afternoon. If you're listening live. Um, you can, of course, check out WrestleBrainia down at the Imperial. Be there about 4.30 for a 4.45 start. Um, warm up for WrestleMania um, in eight days' time. I'd better get out of here and make way for the fantastic crew from Freedom of Species after hearing from Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band from the classic double live album of 1975, Live Bullet, and take it out well with a bit of relaxation. Um, doesn't hurt to slow down once in a while. One of my favourite songs of all time, The Eagles from Hell Freezes Over, one of the four new tracks they put on there, the Don Henley classic, Learn to Be Still. 3CR, 855am. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan today. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.